She's going to talk about Hello, Minecraft. Hi, Belle. It's not the middle of the night. <laughs> I thought I would ask you, because I'm talking to my friends, um, do you remember when we played that game, Minecraft? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Can you tell everyone what we built? Can you tell everyone what we built? Yeah, a castle in the air. We built a castle in the air. <laughs> and it was absolutely fantastic, wasn't it? What did you like about it? Because it was so nice. It was so nice, wasn't it? And, you know, back in the day when we used to play Mega Drive and stuff like that, we could never, ever have envisaged something so beautiful. So, Isabel, thank you for... What would you give the game out of ten? Um, nil. Nil? Brilliant. <laughs> well, there you go. That's Isabel's gaming review. Thank you, darling, for joining us today. Uh, are you going to have a good sleep tonight? Bye, darling. <laughs> Love you. You're going to shower, okay? And there you go. That was Isabel's <laughs> gaming review of Minecraft. She absolutely loved it. And it's nil out of ten. Morning, afternoon, evening or night, depending on when you're listening to this. You are listening to the 301st gaming podcast on the internet. Don't believe me? Then check for yourself. It's not a statement I take lightly. This is the Game Central podcast, episode number 36. We've all the talk lately about terrorist groups causing people harm across the world world and the government decided on how to deal with them it's nice to know that we are a group of guys who spread wonder and love across the internet rather than hate here is a little hate <clears throat> first up is private toucher gareth williams <laughs> forget wearing camo for this guy hide him in a pile of hair and this guy would be virtually invisible i have no idea where that skill would come in handy maybe a hair Headdresses after closing time. Hello, Gareth. How are you doing? I'm. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. You're not hiding in a pile of hair. No. Surprisingly. No. Surprisingly. Excellent. <laughs> Next up is major height issues. Don Goss. <laughs> Hi, Don. Hi, guys. Don wouldn't oh. have. Sorry, Don. <clears throat> Don wouldn't have any problems fighting an enemy that consisted of female soldiers. In fact, he could stand practically next to them on the battlefield because, like in his actual everyday life, they wouldn't even notice him there. Hi, Don. <laughs> Hi, Rob. Hi, How are you feeling today? A bit better? Oh, awesome. Brilliant. Even awesome. better. <laughs> Thanks. Excellent. And then there is me, major mental difficulties, Rob Walker. I have always been someone who has found it hard to follow orders and reject authority altogether. In fact, the only person who can make me stand to attention is my own mother. Get down and give me 20. Clean out the mess hall. Man, I can feel a bit of attention coming on right now. So how are we feeling, guys? <laughs> good, mate. All good. Yeah, not bad. Good. Any, any stories of the week, Gareth? Anything going on in your life? Uh, just applying for a shit ton of Christmas jobs because Christmas oh, yeah. ain't cheap and I ain't got and money. Tell me about it. 
And, you know, as it is, we, we, you just need to go to work at Christmas. Some of us don't realise this, and we work all year round stupidly, Don. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, if, if you could just work at Christmas, everything else sorts itself out. So everyone can be looking forward to some rather lovely uh, presents from Gareth. <clears throat> Everybody. Everybody in the whole world, because he is Father Christmas. Sorry, hey. kids, to, to destroy that, but he actually is. Plus, we have the return of a show favourite. It's hard to understand what he says. He is the victim of kidnapping, and he's severely disabled. Yes, it's Guy Whitlock. <laughs> you guys thought I was talking about Maurice, right? <laughs> I wasn't <Hell> sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, because they're pretty much the same person, aren't they? Guy wishes. Guy wishes, bless him. <laughs> so now all that is sorted out. We know where we would be in the army. Have you got anything to say against the uh, terrorists, Gareth? Um, because I, guess... I think being the gaming podcast number 301, we have the perfect soapbox to stand up and reach out to them. <laughs> that is true. So if you're in ISIS, I would say to you, naughty, stop it now. Bad terrorists. That's, that's, that's not the way we behave. I brought you up better than that. Wow, you're talking... Oh, God, someone's training them. Uh, uh, Gareth doesn't actually train them or bring terrorists up. No. It's quite... Do you think um, the government listen out for keywords, like user program, on the internet? Only in the top 300 podcasts on iTunes. Oh, okay. So we're We're right, and we just slip under the radar. <laughs> well, before we give out any more keywords, like in excess, we were a band, not the terrorists, we're going to be going on to News! So Gareth last week moaned that the news was rushed. He said it was too <laughs> short. And you know another thing that's too short, Gareth? Don? No. Oh! <laughs> See, this is the thing. We pick up on one thing and then we just destroy it every day. Uh, it's not actually. Well, it is, but it's also life, Gareth. Life, that is true. Yeah. I tend to disagree with him. I thought it was the right length, but today we're going to have a different news format. Hello and welcome to the Game Central News. Today's top stories. UK PS4 sales increase. Bioshock Infinite Complete Edition on the way. PS4 multiplayer free this weekend. World of Warcraft successor Titan cancelled. Golden Joystick Awards nominees announced. Guild Wars 2 launches free for one week only. And finally, David Cameron pledges war on the fight against terror. My name is Rob Walker and you are listening to the in-depth Game Central News. On to our main story today. And Sony have announced that thanks in part to the launch of fan favourite Destiny... The PlayStation 4 has seen a surge in sales. If reports are to be believed, it could be anything up to 300%. With further news on the story, here is gaming com- correspondent Rick James to tell us more. Thanks, Rob. I'm standing outside Game, the UK's number one gaming retailer in light of the news. I've been speaking to customers all day, and it seems that Destiny did indeed convince them to take the leap into the next generation. Sales of the PlayStation 4 haven't been particularly slow, but Destiny has certainly increased its hold on the next-gen war, facing Microsoft Xbox One, beating it 2-1 to one in sales. 
One of the people I spoke to earlier was a small chap and he told me that he is very much enjoying Destiny and it was indeed the reason he jumped to Next Gen. Not only that, but he bought a new TV as well. So it's looking good for Sony. But the question is, can they keep it up? Back to the studio. Thanks, Rick. Well, with me in the studio, I have two gentlemen from the Game Central podcast joining me. Dr. Gareth Williams, PhD, and Don Goss, YMCA. Now, <laughs> is this typical of what we have come to expect? And should we have seen it coming all along, Gareth? Uh, it certainly took me by surprise, even though our fellow podcast host, Don Goss, bought a PS4 specifically just for Destiny. Mm-hmm. I wasn't Could expecting... Could you elaborate? Uh, he bought a PS4. Just to play okay. Destiny. Fantastic. <laughs> that is uh, brilliant. I wasn't expecting it to be this big of a jump. It, it also increased sales for uh, Xbox One as well, but uh, not anywhere near as much. Uh, PS4s with Destiny still outsold Xbox Ones to a ratio of 2 to 1. I've already said that earlier huge. after the news. Sorry, Gareth. It's pretty huge. It is a pretty, pretty huge... Well, you've all just clearly underestimated how much influence I have over the games buying public. They all knew I was making the jump to PS4, and uh, they followed suit. If only you'd been paying more attention. You know, I could have told you this. There we go. So, could you elaborate, Gareth? In in what way? In what thing would you like me to elaborate on? Hello? Hello? Hi. Hello? (laughs) Oh, jeez. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Nice. That's a good call, man. <laughs> it's it's usually about now when I start asking myself, do I edit this out? <laughs> Is this a funny joke I'm keeping in or? I never know. Or just eight minutes of weirdness that we have to cut out. Yeah. Oh, there is a problem with this call. Okay, <laughs> maybe, it was, maybe it wasn't on oh. purpose. It sounded like it was just open and sweet, though. Yeah, it did. So. Maybe. Uh, he's gone a... back to his shitty tablet, though, so he keeps cutting out as well. That is true. Maybe it's <clears> a very elaborate uh, joke, and he actually disconnected the call on purpose. It's a very elaborate joke about the length of the news. And, yeah, he's the, new, tra- the thing is, the, the news section was really long last week. It was like a normal <laughs> length, but a lot of it was just talking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello, Gareth. Sorry, could you just please elaborate on the uh, story of the PlayStation 4 outselling the Xbox One? But it wasn't just the PS4. The PS3 also beat the 360, which doesn't happen that often. That but it's, a, yeah, it, it's all... It's all thanks to Sony uh, marketing the hell out of Destiny. Like, they had bundles and everything, whereas uh, Microsoft obviously didn't because it was all exclusive to Sony. They put a lot of money behind uh, Destiny, which has obviously paid off. Probably they didn't even realise how well it'd pay off, Mm. to be honest. Well, I think um, the thing for the PlayStation owners is that obviously Killzone wasn't really the first-person shooter that they would have liked. Um, they haven't really got anything else on the horizon, whereas the Xbox One's kind of got Halo and stuff like that that's going to come along. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. And obviously people are looking towards the future of Call of Duty as well, so that may 
have just swayed them as well. That's a good point, actually. Especially because Xbox One will still keep all the Call of Duty DLC like before the PlayStation and all that stuff. So yeah, and you've just, you're just coming off the back of um, E3 and Gamescom, and so all the hype for the new stuff is pretty pretty in the forefront of everyone's <laughs> minds, and they knew what's the you know all the new stuff's coming. So I figured let's start. Let's start now. Right. So Gareth, is that in depth enough for you? Should we move on to the next one? Yeah, I, I, I thought that was that was all right. We. We were very insightful and informative. There you go. <laughs> right, so Bioshock Infinite Complete Edition on the way. So it's on the way. Is this one of your rumours, Gareth, or is it a suggestion of a rumour, or is it a confirmed rumour? Uh, it's It's been confirmed by 2K. Uh, be out before the end of the year. Isn't this a worrying trend, though, Gareth? Uh, what rumours coming true? No, no, no! Um, these complete editions that are just being upscaled in HD and sort of used to bolster the release schedule. Um, I don't know. It, it, the ones that piss me off are the Borderlands ones. Like they did it with Borderlands One, where I was willing to Borderlands. They bought all the DLC separately, and then they announced this Game of the Year thing with every bit of DLC in. And I yeah. knew when I was buying Borderlands Two brand new, they were going to do the exact same thing again, like eight months later. Well, you say that, but a few weeks ago, I bought the Borderlands um, 2 um, season pass, which was £20, and a few days later, it was on the gold sale, half price. So, you know, yeah, so it it always comes to bite you on the face, which isn't too good. And it is (laughs) in the face. No, that's what I'm saying, Gareth, because people say, oh, it'll bite you in the arse, don't they? But this is more like in the face. Yeah, a bite in the face is much worse than a bite in the ass. Yeah, and that's why. Bite what in the ass is quite pleasurable, if anything. It can be like a little nibble. Yeah, but you know, I'm talking about a bite. Yeah, I'm quite alright with that. The, the 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 teeth sink into your cheek, and as they pull away, it takes a section of your face away that you have to get a skin graft on. That's how I felt when I saw the the uh, Borderlands. It's almost as if. 2K saw that I bought the season pass and then decided to, you know what, just to piss Rob off in the next few days, let's put it on Games for Gold, half price. And all of the add-on packs are half price. <laughs> well, yeah, this is, this is 2K Games again. They did both Bioshock mm. and Borderlands. So maybe it's a, a 2K Games thing more than any other. Well, they do it with loads of stuff. This, I, I didn't buy Batman Arkham City um, because I knew they were going to put all the DLC at some point together in a Game of the Year edition. So I thought, yeah. I'll just wait. So I just waited. That, that game, though, DLC is not as... Uh, like a Borderlands game, the DLC is going to increase the level cap. It's going to give you new loot, new enemies, new locations. Batman well, Arkham City DLC was not yeah. going to do that. That's what I said to you, didn't I? As soon as I hit that level cap of 50, I just had to get the download. Yeah. Because I, I thought to myself, well, I'm never going to buy the download content. But as soon as in Borderlands you stop seeing that bar going up, you start thinking, shit, there's no reason to play this. That bar <laughs> isn't going up. I'm not going to be able to play it much longer. And so it was true. So the bar's going up now and I feel happy. Uh, World of Warcraft successor, Titan, cancelled. So is this an expansion pack or something, Gary? No, it, it was... Um... Blizzard have been working on it for years now. Obviously, they have World of Warcraft, uh, which is their hugely successful MMO, which has just been churning out money for them for years and years and years. Been the, basically the only MMO success <laughs> in years. Yeah. Um, and Titan was kind of supposed to be um, 
what would be their next MMO. Like, not quite World of Warcraft 2, but sort of the next big thing they were working on. And then they just... You couldn't, you couldn't have a World of Warcraft 2. No, not at this point. But That this is was... like the beginning of... That's like having the Bible too. You know, it's like the beginning of everything. You can't put a sequel to it because it is just it. You can't carry on from it because it's such a big landmark in gaming. Yeah, exactly. So Titan was supposed to be sort of their follow-up. Um, sort of, if you were, you know, getting sick of World of Warcraft, Titan would be the new MMO by Blizzard for you to go to. But yeah. they've scrapped it. Which is kind of a surprise because they've been working on it for, I think it was like seven years. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's just gone. We'll never know what a Titan was. It was a Titan fall. <laughs> okay. That's, that's great stuff. It's yeah. the sort of headline the sun would have, would have uh, made out of it if it was a, in the sun. <laughs> if, it was a, if it was a terrorist. Titan Because that's all people are in, interested in. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's, I, I suppose the kind of MMO um, sort of model, they still haven't sort of worked out what it is and I think a lot of the people that play World of Warcraft are very hardcore diehard fans that they built up over a number of years I think if World of Warcraft or something similar was released now it wouldn't be as popular I don't know what if you two agree well it kind of it's kind of the template for all MMOs and I think that's the main problem like all companies bringing out MMOs trying to combat WoW they just copy the WoW template because it's already successful it's kind of the only way you can do mmos um like guild wars 2 um, which is another new story on this week uh, that i've played um is slightly different because there's no subscription so you just buy it once then you can just play it as much as you want there's no monthly fee um, yeah. but even that very similar to wow like you know you go on quests you go and fetch eight wolf pelts and then bring it back and you get xp and a bit of loot and it's it's everything's very ingrained in that um, that gameplay loop that Blizzard created from scratch. You know, there was nothing really like that before, and they just created it. So, like nothing yeah. else really measures up a hundred percent because they're all just copying World of Warcraft. Yeah, and that's the problem at the end of the day, isn't it? And you know, what could Titan have added? And all, all you're doing at the end of the day is appealing to your own market so all you're going to do is draw people away from world of warcraft it's your new game you're not necessarily going to create a new market or new fans you're just going to appeal to your existing fans and then you're going to kind of stretch them over two games rather than the one if that makes sense well there's like how many is it now it's like 17 million uh, world of warcraft subscribers or whatever if they get bored of the game and leave that's a shit ton of money they're not getting anymore. So they probably invested a lot of money in how to keep those people subscribed to Blizzard games, which yeah. Titan should have been. But I guess, I mean, they know better than anyone because they created World of Warcraft if their MMO was going to be successful. And I guess they just decided, nah, it's not good enough. Yeah. Just wonder what they're going to do now. Do they just like put all that effort back into World of Warcraft expansions or... They try something brand new. Yeah. And talking of MMO, we are looking at Guild Wars 2, and that launches a free one week trial. Is it too late, Gareth? No, I don't think so. It starts tomorrow, which will be Thursday. So, people hearing this podcast 
between September 25th and October 1st can download and play Guild Wars 2 for free. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just one of the things, like, if you like Guild Wars 2 for a week, all it'll cost you is, like, what, £30 and you can play it forever if you want. It's like the Destiny model, you know? You yeah. buy the game, then you can play it online for however long for free. Um, it, ooh, that was a weird gulp. It Sorry. was, that was kind of a sexual gulp, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a bit. Kind yeah. of got me all riled up. Go on, uh, Guy. Guy, no, oh, gee. go on. I'm just so excited about Guy's arrival. <laughs> he's, such a, he's such a bloody nutcase, isn't he? <laughs> he is, bless him. Um, yeah, just, I mean, if you have a PC that can run the game, there's no reason not to try it out. I think it's actually a really fun game. It's maybe not uh, perfect. Uh, a week no, no, maybe. No, that's true. A week maybe more than enough Guild Wars 2 for you. But you'll never yeah. know until you try it out. And it's completely free for a whole week. That's a long time. You could probably get a decent chunk of levels in that time. I probably yeah. played less than a week. And I'm up to like level 20 odd, so. Might as well. Yeah. Well, you, you know, how many. How many. Are there still people. Is there anyone that's reached a level cap for World of Warcraft? That might seem like a stupid question. Oh, yeah, there's hundreds. And are they going to raise it again? What is the actual. What is the actual. Oh, what are they up to? I think they're up to. It's either 85 or 90. But there's a load of things in place now where you can sort of quick level a character to 85 or 90 like yeah. I think there's a system where you can actually just create a character and then have it be max level instantly I'm pretty sure that's like a thing you can do now in World of Warcraft yeah. I don't know why you'd want to because that's the whole game that defeats <laughs> the points of the game it does but there's, there's the option there options are good I guess so Don you have a PC uh, no I don't I have a you laptop, have a laptop. Yep. You've got Guild Wars 2 free for um, a week. What are you going to be doing this week? Uh, not not playing Guild Wars 2. I'll probably be playing Destiny. <laughs> Good Don. God, man. <laughs> <laughs> Guild Wars 2 just does not interest me in the slightest. I, you, you couldn't pay me enough to, to bother to download it imagine, for free. Imagine Destiny, right? But instead of guns, it, yeah, it's, it's not mouse, guns. It's mouse clicky click, click. Click attack with the mouse. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, I, uh, I'd, I'd <laughs> rather cut my hand off. You'd rather cut <laughs> your hand off than click a mouse? Some <laughs> people just don't, it don't... Some people... Like, when I'm holding a mouse, it just it just feels wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> You're going to have a horrible time in the future, because everything is computers now. Unless it's uh, Command and Conquer, in which case I'm good. But, no. So, as well as um, Guild Wars 2 being free, uh, we also have... What do we have, Don? We have the uh, Golden Joystick Awards 2014 uh, nominations now open. Yeah, and there's a big list of uh, games that are uh, up for nomination. And you can read it out for... in front of Gareth. So he has <laughs> to listen to someone else reading there's the list. There's not just one list, there's several, you'll be pleased to know. They're frigging huge, several, these nomination several. categories. And there's loads of games in them. So we've yeah. got Best Original Game, uh, Broken Age, Child of Light, Daisy, Device 6, Don't Starve, Monument Valley, which should win, by the way, Nidhogg, Oli Oli, Resogun, 
Shovel Knight, The Stanley Parable, Tearaway, Titanfall, Tower Ascension, Transistor, Valiant Hearts of Great War, Watch Dogs, and The Wolf Among Us. That's it's quite a lot be of Watch nominees. Dogs, hasn't it? That was so, so, you know, it's what not it got to the table. Watch Dogs. It's, it's not. It was so honest. revolutionary in what it did. I mean, the way you could get in a car and then get out of it again <laughs> and drive across the city. But it, it felt freeform, didn't it? As if, you know, you weren't, uh, you could do the mission whenever you wanted. And when you weren't doing the mission, you could do side missions. And then sometimes, you know, there was people walking on the street just going about their own their own way and then you get into a gunfight and stuff. And it was just something we'd never seen before. Pretty fresh. Yep, yeah. very original. Best <laughs> yeah. original game. Yeah, Definitely a good nomination. But the problem is, Gareth, is a lot of those games, if I say to you, oh, hi, I'm, I'm interested in Nidhogg, can you tell me what it's about? Yeah, I oh, played Nidhogg, I play it a lot. Yeah, I know you do, but as a concept, it's hard to explain, and I think that's... It's a 2D fencing simulator. Excellent. I know exactly what it's about now. (laughs) But that's what makes an original game. Not something when I can go, oh, Gareth, what's Watch Dogs like? And you go, hmm, have you ever played Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, well, it's like that, but shit. (laughs) You you can't do that with Nidhogg. Nidhogg? Yeah. Yeah. It's like The Wolf Among Us. It's just a sequel to Walking Dead. So that's not... Yeah, but I found it hard because I didn't feel that it had any kind of story progression from The Walking Dead. It just got a bit confusing, didn't it? And I just ended up forgetting who was who and, you know, it didn't seem to have anything in common with the first series season. Ah, well, you were pleased to know I didn't even finish the first first game, so... Yeah. And I'm unlikely to now, now that I'm just playing nothing but Destiny all my bloody life like a... A game right, a central lab. co-host who doesn't finish games. Shut your face. This guy on early. Shut your face. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, they've got other categories as well for the uh, yeah. Yeah, but let's just 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 say like a few <laughs> highlights, really. Uh, well, the categories. Just go for the categories. Most wanted, of which several of those are nonsense, like Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh, <laughs> best indie game, best visual design, best multiplayer, best audio, best gaming moment. Another best gaming moments for some reason. Is there two? There's two two best gaming moments containing two different sets of games. Different, let me see. No, they're completely, uh, in fact, some of them contain the same game. Well, that is ridiculous. Uh, Best handheld game, best mobile game, platform of the year, studio of the year, innovation of the year, personality of the year, and game of the year. So, uh, Game of the year uh, contenders, what are they? They are. Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, no. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Battlefield 4, Dark Souls 2, Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft, never heard of it. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Link Between Worlds, Mario Kart 8, that's a definite contender. Uh, Mega Solid 5, Ground Zeroes, no. Resogun, which I'm going to get at some point, and I will review that for you in the future. South Park, The Stick of Truth, Super Mario 3D World, Tear Away, Titanfall, Towerfall Ascension, Watch Dogs. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. Uh, Wolf Among Us, Wolfenstein New Order, and Device 6. All up for Game of the Year. That is, let's look at, that is a really weak list, isn't it? That's a horrible list. That is is really weak. When you look at some of the the other sort of years that have gone past, I think it was 2012 where we had like the likes of Uncharted 3 and games like that. So just talk about that list because I'm going to get this list up because I remember looking at it in an Edge magazine and just thinking, wow, 
I'm going to talk to you about this list, and I'm going to say one thing. Ground Zeroes is on this list. Yeah, A demo that demo. can take you eight minutes to complete <laughs> is on the Game of the Year list for the Golden Joysticks. Yep. That is insane. It's ridiculous. Why does this list have to have 20 th- games in it? Narrow it down. You don't yeah. have to have Ground Zeroes in there, because no one's going to vote for it. No, nope. It could be two games from that list. <laughs> it genuinely <laughs> could. It could be Legend of Zelda and Mario Kart 8 on that list, and people yeah. would still like find one of those acceptable. In fact, the three easy, the top three games on there are all Nintendo. Mario Kart 8, Super Mario 3D World, and Zelda Link Between Worlds. They're I'd, probably the I'd, best three games on that list. I'd put Titanfall in there, but only as sort of a, hey everyone, remember Titanfall existed? <laughs> Did you remember that, guys? Remember when you all loved Titanfall? Yeah, that was a great 20 minutes. I loved it. I think Battlefield 4 makes sense to be on the list, but I, I don't know if I would have put it on there. Like, I mean, it's got a huge surge in popularity because if you get a new console, you get Battlefield 4 because it has 64-player multiplayer and it's a yeah. really pretty game. So, but I don't think it's maybe one of the best. Dark Souls 2 is kind of a letdown of a sequel for me. Uh, that's pretty. Those, yeah. those are what I would say will be the contenders: Battlefield Four, Dark Souls Two, Link Between Worlds, Mario Kart Eight, Three D World, and Titanfall. That's quite a list. Yeah, right. So you don't need more than those, really, because there's no way you can you can argue the point for any of the others over those. Is there anything <laughs> missing from that list that should be on there? Because if not, that's quite disappointing. <laughs> Uh, really? These are really actually the best games of the last 12 months. There's not that many. I don't know. All I know is that, you know, looking back, I haven't played, been, seeming as I'm still playing FIFA and Borderlands and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. No, but you, do you know what I mean? And Gareth's still playing League of Legends and Don's just getting into Destiny. I think that that really shows that we we there haven't really been any games that have come out that have kind of blown us away out there. I can't think of any. Games that are just, we're still playing now, that we're like, oh, mate, that game this year. It, was, it wasn't like Last of Us. Remember, that was last year, wasn't it? Yep. That was so good that it stood head and shoulders above everything and we were still talking about it. But there'll be no, I don't think there'll be any game this year that we'll still be speaking about this time next year. I think if, if yeah. like games like Mario Kart 8, if they weren't Nintendo exclusives, they yeah. would be those games. But because they're, they're fairly niche, but just purely because the numbers of people buying it and the console yeah. not, you know, being anywhere near the number of sales as, uh, you know, PS4 and Xbox One. That's why it seems like those, you know, games like Mario Kart and Mario 3D World aren't in that category. You know, that and that's, that's the thing. thing. Where, whereas I haven't obviously played Mario Kart 8, mm. I, I, I think this is good because it's not down to sales. It's about to, which is the quality game. And yeah. there's not yeah. a game on that list even though I haven't played Mario Kart 8, that I would happily stand up for and argue against Mario Kart 8 winning it. Like, if it was Last of Us, if it was last year, I'd say, no, Don, you're wrong, it would be The Last of Us. And I would put in a good argument against why Last of Us should win. But I don't think I'd be able to put in a convincing argument as to why any of those games would beat Mario Kart 8. It's insane to me that Titanfall is in this category and isn't the clear winner. Like, the amount of buzz that game was getting... The Mate. fact that we've all just forgotten about it is kind I don't of mental. Know, I don't know what it was about Titanfall. 
I can't. There's some sort of mathematical equation that's equaled whatever's happened to this poor game. <laughs> there's no it, substance. There's no story mode. There's no incentive to keep playing, other than it's kind of fun. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, it's, it's crazy to me that Titanfall is the the wet squib that it is. Wet squib. So, I don't know. I don't know. I think in in a few months or years to come, people are going to write articles, and I think a lot of people will ask why didn't Titanfall make the impact that we all thought it would? Mm-hmm. Maybe wrong place at the wrong time, or whatever. It just wasn't good enough, or it didn't hold people's attention, or I don't it, know. But like has... you say, sorry, carry on. Yeah, like we were saying before, is that it's so. It's so all right, isn't it? It's just all right. And it plays brilliantly and it's great. But like Borderlands, like you say, as soon as you take that progression out of Borderlands and that little bar in the bottom going going up, you lose that kind of feeling and urge to play it. And I think that's what, you, from hearing what you say, Titanfall lacks that real clincher that makes you keep going back to it. Yeah, I, I think it and Destiny had similar problems with the story in yeah. that it's kind of non-existent. But... Destiny has incentive, whereas Titanfall, once you complete the game, you can keep playing multiplayer and unlock a new gun that is no more powerful than the other guns and just feels the same. In Destiny, you complete the game, whatever, the story's lame, whatever, but then you keep playing because your incentive is new guns, new loot, new levels, new uh, like armor that increases your light level, which increases your level, which lets you do more raids and all this stuff, like... So much incentive to keep playing Destiny. It was what I've been playing all week, even though I'm not a huge fan of it. Just because it does so much to keep you interested that Titanfall never did. I became so disinterested with Titanfall once I completed the game. Destiny yeah. has not done that. That That's one thing Destiny's done very right, is kept me interested. But anyway, this isn't about Destiny. This is about how late this <laughs> game of the year list is. <laughs> a shame well there we go yep and i think that concludes the news for this week gareth you happy with that uh yeah i i i like talking about the news in depth i like talking about games and stuff oh just one last little thing if you have a ps4 and you don't want to and you don't pay for like online multiplayer it's free this weekend so go nuts i think i think the problem is if you have a next generation console and you don't have that kind of um, online connectivity, you're missing out half the fun, really. I don't particularly play online, but yeah. it's all those kind of games for gold and things like that, and these little deals that come along every now and then. Yeah, that definitely. It's worth having. I do agree. Yeah. There we go. We all agree. That was the news. Agree. <laughs> do, do you want to do your soundbite now, Don? Oh, my God. Go on. Do I? Go on. Which one? The end one or the beginning one? The beginning one. This news. Is news! News! <laughs> Just fucking news, goddammit! <laughs> oh dear. That didn't go as well as I thought it would. Oh dear. Ooh. That's what she said. <laughs> oh. Hi everyone, it's video game music time with me, Gareth. Uh, this week... Because you've all been so, so good, I thought I would re-treat you to some Crypt of the Necrodancer. It remains 
an incredible game and easily one of the best soundtracks uh, I've ever heard in any game. So I thought I would treat you to more of it. So I'm going to treat you to, uh, first of all, is uh, Zone 1 Level 3, uh, which is actually a theme that plays uh, right when you start up the game for the first time. And I'm also going to treat you to uh, Zone 3 Level 1, uh, the cold version of that level has a different uh, sound to the hot version, uh, but this is the cold version, I just think it's a, a little bit more sort of uh, dancey, <laughs> let's say. So this is from Crypt of the Necro Dancer, and you can buy it on Steam Early Access right now.
Guy, it's wonderful to have you back. How are you feeling? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? You're fine? You're all enjoying it in Leeds? Yeah, I'm good. How's your nan? <laughs> fine. Thanks for asking. Excellent. Right, so, Guy, you've been really... You've been knocking the ladies off their feet in Leeds, haven't you? Been getting yeah. offers here, there, everywhere. You've been taking women on holiday. You've been taking women for dinner. You've been taking them all everywhere. Uh, I suppose, in the manner of speaking, yes. Oh, yes. You're so humble. <laughs> right. So, obviously, I've got some questions um, to ask you from uh, listeners of the show who have been having It's not from listeners from the show, is it, though? It's for, okay. All right. Is it no, just we, you? If, if it's getting, you, it's fine. You can say. We've been getting letters. Actual letters. People yeah, writing actual letters. letters. You haven't. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Bollocks. Proper mainstream the last few weeks. Yeah, all right. Okay, guy, I don't believe it. You left and it, it rocketed. <laughs> if you listened to the podcast, guy, you would have heard our Ask Guy a Question segment last week. Yep. yep. In which we give them a P.O. box to email, not email, to regular mail. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're the number 300 first podcast guy. <laughs> what? Number 301 gaming podcast. Yep. Yep. Eat that. iTunes only displays the top 300, so obviously we assume we're, <laughs> we're 300. Is this, are, you being, is, are you serious? Yeah. Is yes. that actually... Wow. Right, are you ready, guys, right. for the first question? Yeah, why not? I'm looking for some advice. My boyfriend will not stop playing football manager. He even goes so far as to wear a suit for important matches. I'm not sure how much longer I can carry on with this. Who does he think he is? A football manager? More like Jose Marino. So, oh, what sort of advice would you give that person? Guy, who's, who's part uh, well, to the woman. Well, yeah. if she can't, uh, you know, understand his, his passion for football manager, then, you know, she should just, she's obviously not right for him. Bit she should leave. Well, anyway. I'm sure, I'm sure what she hasn't mentioned is that is that she also has a lot of annoying habits which yeah. he might not like, but instead of moaning, he just allows it because he knows that she allows him that football manager time. So, Guy, that is fantastic. You know, if she can't accept his passion for <laughs> football manager. Why is this manager? guy attracting traffic? Seriously. <laughs> we haven't had one truck or bus or bike zoom past. Bike? Since you've been gone. Yeah, you've had a few... No. Haven't you? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, right. Good See, day. what you don't oh. actually know is that I've become homeless, and I'm actually doing this from the street. That's why. I know, so. I would absolutely love that to happen, Guy. <laughs> because I think that's what you deserve right now. Because you, you're going around like the bit, Jimmy Big Bollocks. Oh, look at me with all the girls. Oh, I've got a PlayStation 4. Oh, I'm going to Spain. Oh, I'm going to a gig. Maybe a little bit bringing back down to earth and remembering those who made you will bring you back. All right? <laughs> Good day. My boyfriend plays way too much Call of Duty. He even goes as far to dress in full military wear on important matches. I really do not know what to do. More like Call of No. So, so guys, come on. What do we do there? Um, if she can't accept his passion for Call of Duty, then she's not the right woman for him. Oh, that's, that's, that's it. Fun. What about if they go away together, say to Spain? 
Right. What, what if that happens? He wouldn't be on Call of Duty. <laughs> he wouldn't be on Call of Duty for a week in, unless he took his console. In which case, he's a bit of a sad fuck. So, oh, you know, that would be different. Thanks, Guy. Guy, can you stop your various machinery going off around your face? <laughs> that, that was just my phone vibrate. Let me turn the vibrate off. Okay. Um, oh, God. I think it's, you know, around the base of it, there's a, a switch... And if you just push it two nope, clicks to the right. There is not a switch like that, but it's fine, I've done it. It's fixed. <laughs> two clicks to the right. You know where the battery compartment is that you twist and pull out? Um, just nope, on the bottom. Because clearly, clearly not all phones are the same, Rob. So. Okay. Right, are you ready? <laughs> I get okay, it, Rob. Good. I get it. Thanks, Gareth. That's why I enjoy your intellect. <laughs> right. <clears throat> I'm a model in my early 20s and had no trouble with my man playing games 24-7 as he is the best. I'm just grateful that he chose me as he can have any woman he likes. The way he plays Destiny just makes me so hot. And that was from a figment of Don's imagination. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is there anything there that you oh. could uh, sort of help out? God, Don, don't sigh. You might have noticed, guy, that Don's become the new you somehow. <laughs> How was he? I don't know, but it's, it's. If there's something, if there's something you want to talk about, Don, you know, <sighs> you know where I am. We can... Yeah, we've played Destiny together a couple of times now. We're 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 quite good mates. Yeah, we we can talk, we can talk about it during our next raid. So. I think when oh, they, they you sound to... well miserable. I feel like there might actually be something up. Guy, do you know what it is? It's because you're he's he's sitting there thinking. Guy is actually more successful with women than I am. Fucking hell. And I think for any man, that would just make them commit, what is it, harikarai, where they get the um, samurai sword, put it into their stomach, and bend over. It's a bit much. It is a bit much, right. but... Well. Wow. Thank you, Guy. Right, so, have you got anything to say to the figment of Don's imagination? <laughs> no. Oh. No? I feel like this is a serious issue, and we'll discuss it in our own private time. Trust me, on my my rates as a relationship therapist are reasonable. So, cool. Well, I'll, you know, I'll, set, I'll set some money aside Guys, for my can you my do fun. This over your destiny game later, please. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everyone at Game Central podcast. Man, my boyfriend is annoying. He's obsessed with Tomb Raider so much so that sometimes I enter our bedroom to find him dressed in shorts and boots with our next neighbour nailed that with our next-door neighbour, Alan, balls deep inside him. I know gaming is just a fad, and I don't want to seem like I'm only girlfriend, but why is it that I always have to part with this kind of annoyance? Guy Whitlock, please help me. Mm. I think if you can't accept his passion for dressing up as a woman and taking it in yeah. the bowl, then you're not the right woman for him. Go on, Guy! Doesn't sound he's, like he's... any woman is the right woman for him. <laughs> Nope, to be honest, I think he might be gay. Um, but, you know. Yeah, there you yeah, go. There you go. Right. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> <laughs> what, being gay? I think you've just summed it up there. That's so profound. <laughs> that could be on one of those gay equality posters. Gay. <laughs> Sometimes it just happens. You know, and I think we've learned to live with that. Because it does, doesn't it? I mean, you can't say it's wrong. Like, nothing no. about that I is incorrect. I didn't say it's wrong. 
Yeah, you know, sometimes it happens. That's like anything. You know, stuff can happen. It's just true. Like, you can't fight that logic. It's... You can't. No. Well done. Are you ready for the next one, guy? I am. So insightful. I... I'm actually looking yeah. forward to this next question. Uh, you know, guy, <laughs> he seems a lot more world weary, doesn't he? And wise. He does. He's definitely he picked does. up a thing or two in the past month. And, he has uh, <laughs> more than just the STDs <laughs> that go without saying. Right. I recently lost a bet with my brother, and as a forfeit, I had to go out with one of his friends. The problem is that he doesn't play enough games. He wants to talk <laughs> and go on holiday. I even convinced him to buy a PS4 so he would keep his disgustingly long arms away from me. What can I do? Um, what you should do, if you can't accept his passion for talking and not playing games, then you should stay with him anyway, because he sounds like oh. a top fella. <laughs> <laughs> he does, guy. He does. That's, that's, that's different advice than you gave the other people in a similar situation. Well, you know, maybe, Gareth, you should just shut up. Oh, <laughs> it's starting again. Oh, dear. It's I remember again. this. Guy, just before he left, when he was getting all cocky. He was. Answer him back. Thank you, Guy. Good day. <laughs> My boyfriend and I have seven children and both of us are unemployed. The council have recently moved us into a five-bedroom house in Mayfair. The problem is my boyfriend wants to use one of the bedrooms as his games room to house his numerous consoles. But I think this is very, very selfish. It's disgusting. The council need to give us a much bigger place with a few more rooms so he can display all of his amazing content of his consoles, <laughs> preferably for free. Can you help me, Guy? and sort this situation out for us again if it could be for free that would be great um, I'm afraid I can't help uh, why is that guy because I'm not you know I don't work for the council for god's sake I'm not a miracle worker maybe you shouldn't have as many children you freak oh <laughs> <laughs> right that, that, there you go don't have as many children and you won't be such a burden on the society that you that you feed from yeah if you're unemployed, don't have 50 million children. Exactly. They, it's probably not even giving birth anymore. They probably just fall out. She probably doesn't even realize. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hot dogs down a hallway. <laughs> um, they should just put some, in, put some in an orphanage and then they'll have a spare bedroom. So, oh, well, yeah. you know, worst, worst comes to worst, kill off the uglier ones. <laughs> and who, who would decide who are the good-looking children, guy? <laughs> That's a trap question right there, dude. Any answer to that question (laughs) is dangerous. Oh, he he, he looks nice. I think you should just ask the um, the, the, uh, sort of senior panel at the BBC. Yeah, there we go. Gary Glitter could be on the panel. Uh, Because you can trust their opinion, can't you? Because they're being honest. Hi there. I'm a young Filipino lady who got delivered to Don as a girlfriend in his special edition oh first, first person shooter black. The problem is I'm stuck inside the collector's edition box because he has decided to play Destiny for hours on end. Now, Guy, you may have forgotten about this, but this was uh, Don's vision of the perfect game where he got delivered a, uh, a girlfriend in a box along with the PlayStation 2 and Xbox great shooter black. Yep. It's a great okay. game. Great game. Well, if she can't accept oh um, Don's passion for destiny and keeping her locked inside a box, that, yeah. you know, realistically, 
no human should be able to fit inside. But you know, it, she, then she's obviously not the right woman. For how, him. how do you? Know, how do you when, when, when he does, when he does finally open the box, she should leave. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but the thing is, guy, you, you, no you, you, Don, you, Don, you don't need women in your life. You've got destiny. I think you're right, guy. That's that's it. Destiny is love. Advice. Destiny is life. That's it. Yeah. That's my my. That's so, good advice, guy. That's good advice. Guy, are you ready for the final question? I am. I am at my wit's end and do not know where to turn. My boyfriend has recently moved in with me, but all he ever does is play games. Obviously, I didn't know he would play games this much. All he keeps repeatedly telling me is, wait until I'm out of bronze, then things will be different. I will take you out and we can talk and stuff. Now, that's all well and good, but what is this bronze he refers to? And how can I help him get out of it? I'm very worried that he's in trouble, some serious trouble. He hasn't cut his hair or shaved in weeks. I can't even see his head anymore. It's just hair. So how are you going to help us out here, Guy? I think I don't think the problem is you don't understand the significance of him getting out. So if he doesn't ever get out of bronze, he has literally failed at life. Wow. So it's quite, it's quite important um, to that himself. To, it's to a community of podcast listeners it's an important you know, and an we important all know guy, that so, when you, so you should keep your fat nose out there you go when when we promise people of the podcast community to do something we do yeah. it don't we guy such yeah. as completing a game yeah yeah there you go gareth was that all right i don't like this anymore <laughs> <laughs> and there we have it mr lover man himself guy whitlock has returned from hell, let's be honest, to answer the questions that have been dogging people and their love lives. That was a nice, nice little pun you put in there. But which was the know, pun? There was, you know, you said about dogging, which you know is a couple, couple thing, isn't it? People go dogging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Gareth, are you looking forward to Drive Club? Yep, I love golf games. Absolutely fantastic. Guy? Yeah? Are you looking forward to Drive Club? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Gareth, um, with with your... um, with your 2 million people was it 2 million 10 million it 8 was 8 million? million 8 million people you'd like to do the uh, podcast with who is number 8 on your list are we up to 8 already we are already time's flying isn't it oh, running out we're going to get to the end and we're going to get to the end before we know it well I think number 8 on my ideal podcast would have to be Rob Walker Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, I'm not number one. I'm you not... kiss us. <laughs> hey, he's not number one through seven. <laughs> Bye. Oh yeah, because if you could have any anyone in the world on the podcast, Rob would be number eight. What? 
I... Of all people in the world, Rob Walker would be number eight. I right. forget about this every week, Rob so I have to Walker. come up with a name. Rob Walker would be number eight. And you think Sarah. of Rob Walker, of all the people you've ever known to exist. Sarah, don't let him back you down. Gareth, if you go with me, stick with your stick with it. I'm not I bet Ian McKellen's not on your list. Ian McKellen <laughs> would be better than Rob fucking Walker. Oh, I bet he would. An old oh, gay so... man for you, guy. <laughs> Jesus. And it's Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah, it's not Sir Rob Walker, is it? What does that tell you? That just makes up my point. You haven't been knighted, have you? For your services to shitty game podcasts. Oh! (laughs) That cut deep, guy. Do you know whose shitty idea this was first? It was your idea to do this shitty podcast. That That wasn't my sir. And us three are trying (laughs) to do this shitty podcast while you're away in Spain, getting yourself touched up by ladyboys while Anna sits on the bed crying, <laughs> wondering where it all went wrong. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't, mean it. I didn't mean that in a way to call the podcast she. I apologise. Uh, yes, got that carried away. 301st podcast. Well, this has suddenly got a bit awkward, hasn't it? <laughs> because you stopped talking. And it sounds like you're playing with anal beads. Because <laughs> I am. Okay. Guy, we, as a, a Nintendo boss, Shigeru Miyamoto told you this week secretly through SMS what? text messaging service. Um, we haven't really spoken in a while, to be honest. Oh, Communication really? broke down. Um, yeah. You know, Mario Kart came out and then... You know, it was good for a couple of months. Then they announced the DLC, and he told me about the DLC before it was announced, obviously, but I wasn't on the podcast, so I couldn't yeah, say. Yeah, you can tell um, us. But then, you know, after that, he kind of got a bit big-headed, and he got a bit carried away, and I said, yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know what it's like, mate. We had to deal with someone like that ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, do you remember the soundbite of what I was eating? Oh, Christ. Uh, yes. Yep. Right, do, do, do you want to guess what it was, Gareth, quickly? Um, was it a sandwich? It was not a sandwich. Don? Uh, it was uh, chilli con carne. It was not chilli con carne. Oh. And I expect Gareth to insert the sound clip here. Yeah, I know you do. Oh, oh. oh. oh God, I dropped it on the keypad. There it is, absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Uh, anything else we need to address? Um, did Don have a joke last week? I think we gave Don something just to make him feel good. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? Valium. What? Valium. Valium, there you go. Don't, guy, please shut up. <laughs> you sound like a kid going through a goodie bag or something that keeps pulling things out and playing with it and then putting it down on the side. I'm literally just sat here with my phone. You're not though, are you? I, I honestly, I am. Is that better? Is it stopped now? Yes. Okay. Right. Guy, guy would you like to join us for what have we been playing? Or Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, sit there with your hands to yourself, cross-legged, Oh. Good. Sorry. <laughs> what 
Are you sure you're not playing with a paper bag or something like that? I'm honestly, I'm just... Why, is it making a funny noise? It sounds like you've got your phone in a carrier bag and you're swishing <laughs> it around and waving it above your head. It does a bit. Yeah. Is that better? That's a million times better, Guy. Did you take it out of the bag? What? Did you take it out of the bag? No, I just took out my headphones, but now it's really hard to hear you, to be honest. I've Good. told it to my ear like a phone, like I'm on the phone. Yeah. Well done, Guy. Right, so does anyone mind if I go first with what I've been playing, then you guys can just talk about Destiny? <laughs> Heave So, So I've always thought to myself, EA Access, no thank you. Um, it sounded like the biggest con ever. But when I signed into Xbox One, Xbox Live the other day, it said... Oh, that's me. That's a, a little bit of a um, reverb going on there. Yeah. Um, it's probably Guy's fault, isn't it? Let's be honest. I think it'll be coming through Guy's earpiece into his mouthpiece. Oh, my my, God. No, I've just taken my headphones out. I've just got my phone sat there. I would love to come into his mouthpiece. (laughs) Oh, no. no. Put yourself on mute till you want to talk. What? Put put yourself on mute until you want to talk. For God's sake. Why can't you just bring your PC with you? I've got my PC. He's on the floor, but it would take. It hasn't worked in a couple of days, so I'm sort of plugged it in. Yes, I've plugged it in. Oh wait, good. wait. Yeah, there you go. No, yeah, it's plugged in. I've plugged <laughs> oh, <in. good. sighs> oh god, here we go. You, uh, you're running so smoothly before, wasn't it? Clockwork before. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I remember, guy. I remember. So, okay. what have we been playing this week? Um, I saw. <laughs> Don, is that you what trying to hell? get out guy? Who is it? That's not me. Well, sounded like someone rubbing pennies together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. How is this going so bad? You, you are just naturally annoying. <laughs> and even like your phone line is annoying. Oh, bummer neck. Right, there we go. Okay, I'm good. Right, I'm good. Go. Right. Well, what have we been playing this week? Uh, it's a feature we like to do every week because as gamers, we like to play games. So EA Access, for me, there's been a lot of talk about it. PlayStation, Sony refused to put it up on their network. Xbox said, okay, go on, give it to us. We'll give it a little go. And I, f- I never thought that I would be drawn towards it. But I got in from work, uh, I think it was Monday, and... I saw that I could play e- uh, FIFA 15 earlier Aww. if I subscribed to EA Access. Here we go. Now, being a bit of a knob, um, I clicked the free 99 option, which gave me a month's um, access. So before I knew it, I was playing FIFA 15. Also downloaded Need for Speed. Um, I don't mind that game. I think it's quite good, actually, uh, playing a bit of that. I, it's not a bad service, but the problem is... It's not got enough games to justify anything. So for that three ninety nine, I probably won't. Um, I won't resubscribe after that. Even though like everything like Netflix and Amazon, um, I'll forget to cancel the direct debit and I'll keep paying them regardless. Um, it's it's not got much to offer at the moment. But I literally only done it to play the FIFA fifteen demo. Well, like I say it's a demo, a six hour demo basically. Really. And yeah, 
So you can only play it for six hours. And there's been some poor souls that have done it. And because they've left, because the game's run in the background on Xbox One, they haven't quit out of the application. So they basically played it for 20 minutes, turned their, just went on to watch something else. And it's still actively saying that they're playing it. Hmm. So unfortunately, their time's just wound down and they haven't got to do anything with it. Um, but my first impressions are that it, it plays quite differently. And it's to worry because FIFA 14, as Guy can attest, is probably the best FIFA to date. And if you were to sit me down and say, right, Rob, you tell me everything that we can change in this game to make it better, mechanically, there's not much. And the problem is, I think it's the same thing that happened with Pro Evo when that had reached perfection as well. When you start twiddling with it and playing with it, you know, something's going to go wrong. I'm not too happy about the shooting at the moment or the physics of the game, but I think that that's naturally happens um, when you come into a new game that it feels different until you start playing it for a length of time. Then it you get used to it and think, oh, this is good. But a few of the res- reviews I've seen, like they, it's been getting 7 out of 10, and things like that, saying that basic, basically the new game goalkeeper AI, which is supposed to be realistic, pretty much spoils the game. Huh. Do you find it's much harder to score? Yeah. I've, I've played the demo on PS4 and I find it just impossible to score. The goalkeepers are just ridiculous. Yeah, and they'll jump and it's they'll make crazy. all these crazy yeah. saves. Um, yeah. But obviously that's something that could be addressed with a patch. All yeah. I'm concerned about is the tinkering. And, you know just yeah. to stop when something's but then obviously you can't stop and you can't justify putting out another game for 50 pounds if people are going to say this is exactly the same game whereas someone like me probably wrong to say it but i probably would buy for an update kit and stuff you know update in roster and updating graphics i don't fundamentally i don't want the gameplay to change you know they say call of duty doesn't change that's because it's pretty much nailed it, the mm. gameplay side of things. And it's the same with FIFA. You know, you fiddle about with it and you fiddle about with the innards. All you have to do is change one sort of mechanic of the game and the rest of it will fall apart. It's only as strong as its strongest mechanic and I think that's the problem. And I can see that I may be disappointed with FIFA um, because of that, because of the over-tweaking. And that's the problem that happened to Pro Evo. They reached a point where it's perfection and then they thought, OK, where do we go from here? And then they kind of regress and then they forget what they did in the first place that made a game so special. So, I mean, the six hours I've played from it, I've done my career mode. Everything like the menus, they're all the same. You wouldn't be able to really tell the difference between them. It's just like Guy said, the shooting system, you don't you don't seem to have as much finesse with it and they can scuff a shot depending on how they're standing and the goalkeepers are really good on it. And it... Sometimes you just have to run up to the goal and bang it as hard as you can. Um, in in my demo match, I think I had seven, uh, 17 shots on target and I scored yeah. one. Yeah, and that's going to be a problem, like, isn't it? Because it's going to become frustrating. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the second game I've been playing was the demo of Forza Horizon 2. Um, really, really beautiful looking game. Um, it's... I don't know what it is, though. I think it's the same as when you play Titanfall and things like that, is that when I played the original Forza Horizon, because that was on the Xbox 360, when I played Forza 2, Forza Horizon 2, 
that's how I imagine Forza Horizon looking. Right. I know it seems weird, but it's only when you see them side by side that you see that one is graphically superior. But it's like, you know, when they say, oh, rose-tinted specs, I think that, you know, that is a problem with games we have now as well, in that because when I first saw Forza Horizon, the first one on the Xbox 360, it looked so brilliant, so gorgeous, that that stays in your mind, and you don't really think it's much of a step up, but it is. But at the same time, it's still the same game. It's still the same setup. You still go to the world map and pick an event and then drive to it and do that event. And there's a bit of off-road racing, but that just feels like you're driving off-road, as it should, but it doesn't really add much to it. It just feels like you're driving on the grass instead of the track. And I think it's a real problem we're going to have this generation when when we talk about um, Titanfall and we talk about Forza Horizon and games like this, is that they are pretty much the same as everything that... They are, <laughs> they are pretty much the same as what's gone on before. Yep. And, and, it, and it, it's a strange sort of, a strange feeling in that you're dazzled by the graphics and then you get used to the graphics and the mechanics and it's what you've played before. It's not like last generation when it came in, Gears of War looked fantastic and I'm sure... And I'm sure everyone will back me up that it played fantastic. And yep. long before the graphic graphical quality died down, the gameplay still hooked you and kept you there because it was so good, it felt new, and it was brilliant. But the games now, they're not doing that. I know what to expect from Forza Horizon 2 now because I've played the demo and I know exactly how it's going to play out. I know exactly that what I'm going to have to do in that game and I know structurally what's going to happen. And you know, I think it's it's really it's a really sad time now that we can second guess games before we've even played them. And it's not even as if we get surprised. It's not like oh, that was a pleasant surprise. That turned out differently than I thought it would because it doesn't. At the end of it, you think oh, that was all right, but you know, it's pretty much the same as the other. And I don't know what it's going to take. And I say this every time, every week. I don't know what it's going to take before we think wow, that's it, that's the future. But it certainly hasn't come along yet, and, and that's the problem. I think like the the only game I can think of that's done that uh, on like the new generation consoles is that PT demo on PS4, like the Silent Hills, yeah, uh, playable teaser or whatever it was. Like that game, when you watch somebody play, it's unlike anything else you've ever seen before. Yeah, it's, and that's what it's I was terrifying to in a new and original way that kind of blows everything else out of the water that you've seen before in terms of horror games. You're like, wow, this is incredible. I've and never seen anything like this. Yeah, it's the first game I've had to switch off. I've never had to do that. Saying, <laughs> this is this is what I'm saying. I said to my girlfriend because we watched it because I thought, oh, I'll have a watch. And it was genuinely quite scary, even though I wasn't playing it myself. So I can only imagine what it's like when you've got your headphones on and you're playing it. Yeah, but when you when you realise that is a very short game, they've got the luxury of being able to to make it suspenseful. But you try stretching that out into a six, even six hour game, you're going to yeah. have problems, you know. And that is what the luxury of that game had in that it was a very short game, and they could really pace those scares, and they could really do it because. You could have dragged it out for six hours walking down a corridor, or Kojima probably would try. 
But that's why I think stuff like episodic content is really good as well, in that you could have a game like PT that, you know, in those sort of two-hour bursts. Is it like 18 minutes, how long that game is? It could take you a couple hours to complete if you don't know what's going on. Because there's some puzzles in it that are really far out there in terms of making sense. Yeah, some of them are really obtuse. And did you Um, see the ones about that guy... um, using the letters to correspond to numbers and stuff like that. But because I was watching like the hidden meanings and how people have worked it out and it was something about, you know, some of the numbers on there was Kojima's birthday and oh, yeah. some stuff was to do with the, yeah, if you look at it, Gareth, there's some playthrough videos of people sort of unfolding the messages behind it. And there was somewhere they put all the letters that came up, um, you know, it's in different languages. Yeah. And sort of translating that and putting it into story order so it makes sense as a sentence, and then picking the numbers out and correlating them into num- letters of the alphabet, and it came up as what was it, Jared, Jarrett, Jareth? That's it. Well, that's my name. No, your name's Gareth. <laughs> this is yeah, you pronounce the G wrong. Can you? I think it's J E R E F, maybe. That's my name. That's the correct spelling. Yeah, if you've got dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically used that name, and that is the name of someone who is in hell, in a, in a, in a kind of one of these old stories. I can't really remember it now because it was a week or so that I watched it, but it all seems to fit together, and it seems that he's worked this out, and there's a deeper meaning to it. But you know the the guy saying that he's in hell, uh-huh. and to say his name and stuff like that. Apparently, the guy's name's I think it's Jeraf. Um, say that's my name again. That's my name. There we go. Uh, <laughs> it it basically all ties into each other. So you have a look at that of the meaning of PT. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, because there's bits where people were saying, like, to solve that puzzle, you have to say certain things into the microphone at a certain time and stuff. Yeah, and you have to say his name. And then the name, how he worked it out, what the guy's name was, was very impressive. And also the name has connotations with a kind of old tale of of a man. You know that Dante's Inferno was based on an old story? Yeah. This guy, the name of it, is someone that's trapped in hell in one of these old stories, so it all sort of circles around to itself, which is brilliant. That's pretty cool. It's it's the only sort of um, example I can think of on these new consoles that's something that we haven't seen before. Everything else is just like, here's a first-person shooter that looks prettier. Here's a a third-person action game that looks prettier. This is something that... And I would love that. I would love a game like that where it's so obtuse and so obscure and so sort of out there that you do have to do research on the internet. You know, you do have to have a pen and pencil next to you and a piece of paper so you can jot down things that you come across. Mm. Because game developers now, they don't trust their audience that they're going to be able to work these sorts of things out, so it has to be spoon-fed. Yeah. But watching how this guy, you know, was working all this out and how he would go away and he would sort of unscramble everything... And it's all starting to make sense. I think that is a really rewarding feeling as well. Yeah. In well, that, that, and yeah. I don't remember the last time I played a game where I just thought, "Fuck it, I'm going to turn this off 
and come back to, you know that feeling I had it in the original Silent Hill towards the end we well, yeah. all these plaques on the door I was going to say that this is a Silent Hill game this will be right up your alley anyway Yeah. and it looks like this could be the first game of this generation that's going to be like guys this new generation shit's different it's all kicking off now we can do and new it, stuff and it's always been there this kind of people working as a group to always solve something there was that Halo 2 was it it was originally a website called I Love Bees yep yeah and people yeah people all worked together to find out that it was actually a website to give a teaser for Halo 2 yeah uh, Fez as well Fez had a lot of that yeah Fez was awesome and I just I just think that's brilliant I would love an abstract game that really makes you go away and think about it you know you're at work and I know YouTube and that you'd be tempted to look, but I think people, if they want to do that, it's fine. But I think by me myself, if I came up against something and I thought I'm never going to get this, and you know you're thinking about it at work or you're thinking about it on the train, and then you suddenly clicks and you get home and you try and it works. Mm-hmm. And I used to get that a lot during the PlayStation One era, like like I say, Silent Hill and stuff like that. And I just I can't remember the last time I was stumped intellectually on a game because you don't get those kind of insurmountable blocks anymore because people are so terrified that they're going to stop playing their games then they're going to trade it in and then they're not going to buy their downloadable content or their season pass because they're going to just not bother and I think that is the main problem that we're looking at people are scared of innovation and we've come to a kind of stalemate now in this industry and it's a very dangerous one and I don't think people are quite realising it's making everything become boring and stale. It's making gaming magazines become boring. I'm looking through them and reading now, and I put the magazine down. I'm subscribed to Games TM and Edge and things like that, but you know, I used to really enjoy looking through it because you know Don would probably say as well. You know, you used to get a magazine and the demo disc on the front, and used to read it from cover to cover. Yep. But now. You know, they're just writing about the same things. Even if there was no internet, these games are so uninspiring. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to. I, I don't care anymore. And I'm I'm going past page after page after page because there's no innovation or there's nothing that interests me. And that's the problem. Okay. I always go into what we've been playing, but then I go onto some rant about <laughs> the world and how we're all being affected by it. You do a bit. Thank you. But I suppose that's just me. And I like to look at the deeper meaning of things rather than I've been playing Call of Duty. And I think that's what sets us apart from all the other gamers is that we're at that age where we kind of saw the shift and we're kind of looking back on it thinking, where has it gone? Where has this challenge gone? Mm-hmm. There we go. There you go. Very deep. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> right so if like last week you got bored listening to destiny uh we're now going to go into destiny hyperzone where (laughs) gareth don and guy will be talking about destiny uh so switch off now um excellent so there you go guys i've given you the intro (laughs) thanks very much go ahead with it uh well i have been playing destiny this week but I've also played a bit of uh, Secret of Monkey Island, the uh, brilliant point-and-click adventure game from the 90s. Tim Schafer and Ron Gilbert. 
completed it? Yeah, I completed it back in the day. I haven't completed it this time around right, yet. All right, it's not a contest. Jump in there. Sort of confrontingly. Very quickly, I completed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good game. It is. They. Uh, it's. Uh, uh, it was. I don't know if it still is, but it was on uh, Xbox Live Arcade for a whole one pound sixty eight pence, and uh, that one, and also the second one, The Chuck's Revenge. So uh, downloaded both of them, uh, and you can play it with this new graphic uh, graphic update they've added to it, where you actually control Guybrush um, directly with the uh, with the controller rather than point and click, um, and uh, all the controls for looking and talking to characters and stuff is all controlled through uh, uh, different parts of the pad um, to substitute for the mouse buttons it works really really well uh, and instead of having a language tree and a, you know just reading everything they put speech in for every single character everything they say from the original game has been um, has been vocalized by actual people speaking so it's a, it's a kind of a slightly different experience but no less good for it uh, and the best part is you can at any point just hit the select button on Xbox and it will flick back to the original 16-bit graphics with the uh, text interface uh, and it will change the music back as well to the uh, a version of the old score. Um, so yeah, you've, it's definitely worth getting if you um, you don't have it already or if you have got it already, then get it again because it's definitely worth it. Um, probably one of the best uh, point-and-click adventure games of all time. Yes. I'm not being racist, but is it like um, a lot of people say the problem with text adventure games, especially the old school ones, is that, you know, you'll kind of like have a spoon in your inventory and you'd have to click on every single thing on that scene. Some some sort of things are really abstract and they don't really make sense. So you have to combine an item with such an item, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, this game kind of, it, it kind of knew that about itself at the time. One of the great things about it was, it did have the purposefully the weird items like there's a point where you pick up a rubber chicken for no apparent reason and you've got no clue what the hell yeah. you're supposed to do with it. Um, but actually you end up discovering that it, it gets used as a um, spoilers as a, <laughs> as a uh, the, the the thing you hold on to when you go down a uh, like a rope swing thing. What do you, what do you call a those? Zip line. Zip line. Yes, you use that to get across to another area because um, you examine it and there's a little little wheel in the middle and you think, what the fuck is this? Um, but then you kind of realise it does it. But, it. but it does that bit on purpose, knowing full well that it's a completely idiotic thing to use as a, zip, you know, as a, uh, as a handle for a zip line. Uh, um, but most of the other stuff um, isn't that obtuse. But the thing that sets it apart from all the others um, is the, the script. The, um, the script of it, the writing is genius. Um, things like sword fighting, you, you don't... Uh, obviously, as a click adventure, you haven't got proper controls over your sword, but you fight by using insults. So you insult each other, and if you get the best insult or the insult that corresponds to the uh, the the sorry the, sp- the response that con- blah, corresponds to the insult that the other guy threw at you, then you you start winning the fight and stuff like that. It's um it's a genius way of um, solving that kind of problem with text based adventures, um, and it's no less fun now, mainly because it's hilariously funny, um, and the adventure itself is brilliant, and the second one is probably even better, amazingly enough. It's one of the few instances where a sequel lives up to and possibly exceeds the original. Um, so it's awesome. I feel like in games that's more frequently the, the case. Where, uh, well, the sequels are... Um... Are better, yeah. I yeah. feel like that's, that's, that's the trend. I don't know. Right? Sorry, Metroid Prime, I reckon the original is way better than the sequel. Um, sure, but then, uh, like, terrible. you know... But, the first Legend of Zelda isn't better than Ocarina of Time, you know. 
Well, yeah, I guess that's that's true. Although there's about twenty years between the two. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> technology is constantly getting better, so every yeah. subsequent game. Yeah. So I mean, they're not. I don't know. They're not kind of fair comparisons, I guess, in that sense, because they they're not. It's not an even playing field for the sequel. But um, life's not fair, Don. Well, apparently not. <laughs> not. But, uh, yeah, so that's what I've been playing that week, this week. That and a bit of Destiny, just a little bit on the side when I've had a spare minute. Well, just, uh, going shut through... up, we were on it for ages. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I've played nothing but Destiny, so unless Guy's played something other than well, Destiny... I mean, to be honest, I have played an incredible amount of Destiny, but I've <laughs> yes. also played... I've been playing Pure Pool this evening on PS4, because my new bank card came, so I could purchase that. And I've also played some Trials Fusion. Which is obviously brilliant. Everyone that's played Trials knows that Trials is a good game. Trials 1 is good. Trials 2 is garbage. Trials <laughs> Fusion is good. Is, go. is that the sequel or is that some other... It's a, it's, a, it's There's Trials and there's Trials Evolution and then Trials Fusion is the latest one. Okay. That, that was on. It was on Xbox One, PS4, Xbox... 360 and I'm pretty sure it's on PC as well but just not PS3 so up until now I haven't been able to play it so but I've been playing that a bit, which is good but to be honest um, I've, I've barely even I think I've played Destiny more than I've actually lived since Friday so wow that's like a paradox that's impressive <laughs> it is I've ge- genuinely like I didn't obviously I was on holiday when it came out and then I didn't play it Tuesday to Thursday last week but I sort of sat down properly to play it Friday and I didn't really stop until the last night at about 12am. Yeah, put it this way, his Guardian is four levels higher than mine and he hasn't played it as long as I have. That's or he hasn't, he hasn't owned up. it. He hasn't I'm, owned I'm, it. I'm up to, Sorry, about, four, I'm up to about 42 hours of playtime now. Most most of which, apart from maybe about three or four hours, came from since Friday morning. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you completed the game and you've yeah. only been playing it for a handful of days. But how, like, no. so... But it's the number of hours, though, that's the thing. Yeah, Yeah, but, like, uh, for me, no. so I've, I've been logging on every day and doing yeah. the bounties for the day. Yeah, yeah, same. But then then there's not really anything else to do that isn't repetitive and kind of boring. So what do you guys do to, like, be entertained? Well, you see, it, it depends. Do you play with, with other people, or do you have any sort of... There's not really like... any other Game Central people... On the Xbox no. 360 version. No, there's not really... You see, this is a problem I had on PS3. The problem is that there's not really um, anyone else on that version. Yeah. At all. It's quite... I think at least like 80% of the people have got it on PS4. Um, it is definitely heavily weighted but, towards PS4. Um, but uh, it all depends. Like, we spent... I spent all the weekend trying to do the weekly strike... That was a right fucker. Um, and that kept me playing just because I wanted to finish it. Okay. And I wanted to complete it to say I had done it, which I did. Um, and it's quite funny how that came about, but it's a long story. And I'm, I'm not good at telling stories, so I don't want to bore you. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I tried it with Don, and then we tried it with a couple of other people, and then I tried it with other people. And then in the end, me and Paul in ended up doing it ourselves somehow. What actually uh, was it? Like, I know it was just a really hard version of a strike, but which strike was it? It was the one with Fogoth. Yeah, there's someone in pits. I find that the yeah. easiest one. Whenever that comes up on like the random playlist, I'm yeah. like, yes. Do it. Did you tr- did you attempt the weekly strike? No, because I don't have any friends. Yeah, you see, 
Not having matchmaking on the weekly strike is literally the reason I went out and brought PS4 Friday. Jeez. That was literally the single reason, because there was just no one to play it with on PS3. And a lot of the match like that and the raid, if I've wanted to try the raid, there's no matchmaking. And there's not even six people in the world that have the PS3 version. Let alone <laughs> will be on at the same time to do the raid. Yeah, I'm in a similar position. The weekly and the daily, I just can never get to because no one I know plays it. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, I mean, it is only just a then, repeat of one of the strikes you've already done, but it but the modifiers that are on it really change yeah. change it a lot. It makes and the thing it so is the queen harder. bounties. Now, now this week you've got the queen bounties. They add some large amount of replayability because you complete the bounty. Um, which is just sort of the same sort of thing as the other one. But then you get a kill order, which is like um, a story mission. They're all at level 24, where they have the epic modifier on, and then like three other modifiers as well, and they are absolutely fucking impossible. They are so hard. But again, the problem is it's really hard to do them solo. So -hmm. again, you would need people to play it with, which is kind of obviously a problem for you. Yes. Yeah. That that is a good thing, though. Like... Pretty much, I feel like every time I turn it on, there's a new thing that flashes up. Like, there's a new raid, or here's a new daily task, or like, you know, yesterday it was the queen has new bounties for you, and then the bounty board has like six new things, and it's like, oh, cool, more stuff to do. They managed to make it. They managed to make it. um, They managed to make the same small amount of content somehow really replayable, because it is. There's not many missions, and you know, Mm -hmm. there's not a huge enemy variety. Or anything like that. But once the modify, the thing is, I find it a lot more satisfying when it's harder. Like completing that weekly strike actually felt like a bit of an achievement when we finished. It was right. like satisfying to do. Did you get anything for it? Or... <laughs> of course not. <laughs> the thing with the the thing with the queen bounties is that when you complete the kill orders, it's a guaranteed legendary reward. Wow. It's legendary or rare, um, but every time I've done it so far, it's been legendary. Which is good because you can then dismantle them for um, the sort of rarer crafting materials as well. Yeah, that's the other reason to uh, keep going back to do patrol missions yeah. and all the rest of it is you need more weapons to dismantle. All the uncommon yeah. weapons you've got to dismantle them for the weapon parts, or you can't uh, you can't level up the new you know the, the legendary weapons yeah. and stuff when you get them. So I've already run out oh. of weapons to dismantle, and I've got no more weapon parts left. So I've got to go and find loads more weapons to dis- just to dismantle them. Jeez. Well, I, yeah. I like. I've I've got a bounty where it's um you've got to dismantle rare, um what are they called assault rifles no the one yeah. what are they called the ones that, that go zzz, bum, bum, bum. oh the fusion fusion rifle no, uh, yeah fusion rifle yeah so I've got to dismantle ten rare Jesus ones of those Christ. to make a like a what are they wow. called exotic or something like that yeah right? yeah so I I've been working on that but that that's why I'm at the loot cave all the time because I just need rare ones of those weapons just to break down and that's it that's all I'm doing yeah, yeah. That's the, I'm surprised they, they didn't patch that to be honest well I thought they had because they, yeah. they added that patch the other day which removed the the uh, the majors and the ultras from some of the from, yeah. the from some of the mission areas so and the people the ones that drop the, the engrams are all the are all those ones the majors and the ultras or the ones with the yellow health bars so yeah so if they've removed those to make those particular story missions easier for some Unknown reason, then I assume that was them attempting to actually stop that that happening, hmm. which is a stupid well, way to stop it happening because making something easier to stop some 
some the, you know cheat happening is the, just stupid. The thing is, they've they've done that. They've tried to make those missions easier. Try and do one of the kill order missions for the queen. Shanks are invincible. Their yeah. shields are nuts. It's and they ridiculous. kill you. They drop you in about three shots. It's just impossible. It's crazy. Yeah. I bonded up to one of the um, scions on the first kill order that I yeah, came up to. Yeah, just, yeah, they're all so impossible. Yeah, it's the like, shields. As soon as you take the shields out, it's not too bad. But like, I was yeah. doing the mission where you have to kill Draxis, the Scourge of Winter mission. I was doing the kill order version of that yesterday. No, yeah. it wasn't. It was. Oh, I can't remember. I think it was yesterday. I, literally, I was at that boss bit. I fought my way there. It took me about three hours to do that one mission, and I was sat at the boss trying to do it because like you can do some damage when you can take out everyone from the door but you go in and the shanks appear and mm-hmm. there's about five shanks and with those shields they're just you can't you cannot take out that many shanks at that time when they're all shooting at you it's not possible yeah. so you've, got to, for you've got to be in a team um, and you've, you've got to be loaded up with all the right weapons to take the yeah. shields out with the um, I had to yeah. wait for Gareth um, that knobhead son guy to come on yeah um, and he came on that's, that's, that's his, his name tag, I'm not calling him a knobhead <laughs> <laughs> that's his ID um but he came on, and we, we literally we just decided the only way to possibly do it was to just go in and take him out within 20 seconds of like the sh- it's sort of kicking off the shanks coming out. Yeah. So we waited for our supers to fill up, and we just had to keep trying it with full supers, full grenades, until we could drop him, and we somehow did it. And <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And I think all of the kill order ones are ones with bosses as well. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Which is mm. Which means that problem is going to... Just keep going up, which is yeah. annoying. That's the other reason you've got to go with uh, yeah, with the raid do, as well, with six people or with three people on some of the strikes. You've got to get each one of you's got to be loaded up with a, uh, a different powered um, subclass. Yeah. So one of you's got to be solar, one of you's got to be arc, and one of you's got to be uh, void. So you've got yeah. someone with the right weapons to take out those enemy shields. Um, I have otherwise, no idea what the good. difference is between those. The only difference is that the, each of the weapons does. Uh, like if you've got purple shield on an enemy, then void weapons will do extra damage and take out those shields way quicker. Um, okay. Yeah. And so it's blue for blue, obviously, yellow, orange for orange, and, and purple for purple. Um, so you need to equip the right weapon, especially against these hard enemies, because their shields are just basically invincible if you were just shooting them with regular yeah. weapons or the wrong or the wrong uh, the wrong um, type. So you've got to keep equipping weapons. The problem with that is if you're on your own, obviously, every time you change yeah. your weapon, you lose ammunition. Yeah. Um, so if you're having to and in some a lot of the missions there's enemies with different types of shields so you have to keep trying to change your weapon so you're losing ammunition every time you do it as well so oh god there's, there's a modifier on, um, speaking of that there's a modifier on um, for like the kills and stuff and it's called juggler and it's where whatever weapon you killed enemies with um, they won't drop ammo for that weapon type oh, so you have to me. you have to just constantly cycle through all three weapon types which makes it just it, it's just three times as bad. Jesus, and that's a bitch as well because you have to go to that screen to change yeah. weapon types, you know. And it's like that screen is horrible. There's lag when you turn it on. Yeah, because it's loading up from the fucking net. It's just ridiculous. that needs to be done in console. Yeah, just, like you press start and then it brings up your character and then there's just a load of spinning loading <laughs> yeah, signs on everything. It's like, it's like no seconds no. count, <laughs> and you're trying to do it in a hurry and you're using that little circle like a mouse with a joypad it's like this isn't accurate or fast enough just fucking let me do it quickly yeah the, the so. problem is with that game is it's now reached a point where i mean i haven't played it today because i know this so i've sort of been itching for to leave so I've been <laughs> it. I really in case she listens to this that wasn't true but like i've literally i've got a plan for when i go on it i've got my plan sorted i knew i wasn't going to get on it today so when i was on it last night before i went to bed i took the bounties from yesterday 
the Vanguard value. So I could do them today, yeah. those six, and then go and get the new six today also, so I can get them all out of the way. Then I'm going to do the Queen Bounties. Then I'm going to do the Crucible for a bit. And it's just, it's just taken over. It has taken over my life, and I'm ashamed, <laughs> and I need help. I said it to someone the other day, I need help. Well, yeah. there's nothing else to play a... right now. He's yeah, the only I want to get thing Di- out. I really want to get Diablo 3, but there's just no point. Destiny, I think Destiny is going to keep me playing for as long as sort of there are people to play it with. Yeah, and just when you're done with one set of news, they're going to start, there'll be another strike, yeah. and then the expansion will be released, and then there'll be a new raid, and it just keeps going. And by this time, you'll have powered up even more, so you'll be like, well, I can definitely take this on. And it'll just, you'll just keep going and going. Yep, and then eventually there'll be a new story yeah. mission, and it's like, oh, fuck. You're just gonna, it's just going to suck your life away. I don't know. I'll be interested. I think they need to, I don't know. They can't just rely on the same content over and over again. People Like for the Queen's Wrath thing, it works because the missions are a lot harder. Yeah. And it's just sort of extra bounty and you can get some unique stuff from the Emissary if you get your rank up to like two or three before it finishes. Um, but after that, I'm sort of, the, I mean, the Iron Banner thing, I've got no interest in taking part in the Iron Banner at any point because that's just going to be high-level players just demolishing everyone. Yeah. What's well, Iron that Banner? was quite that was quite fun during the during the beta. Iron Banner's where it's it's your matchmaking PvP, but um, all your perks and all your abilities are activated for each of you individually. Oh fuck that. Yep. <laughs> and isn't it as well? It's not like there's no like sort of like sort of leveling disabled. It's like everyone's just their own level with their own gear, and it's yeah. as effective as it would be. In yeah, it's it's literally like you taking on you know some actual guy who's six foot eight and built like a brick shit house versus you it's going to be <laughs> ground yeah that and I hold terrible. my own in, I hold my own in the crucible alright so I'm just going to stick where I uh, can actually not do shit the crucible yeah. is so boring though um most things are a one hit kill no they're not only the, the supers are one hit kills and everything else is, is hand no. cannons are becoming quite a, a sniper rifle headshot is a one hit kill a, a sniper yeah, rifle regular shot is like and ninety percent of your health gone. Like most yeah, but... melee attacks are a one hit kill. Uh pretty much any super weapon, uh any, you know, hold Y to get to that weapon, that's a pretty much an insta kill. Assault rifles, like if somebody's got an assault rifle, they're gonna win the game. Because assault rifles are just ridiculous in PvP. Pulse rifles, like one fully yeah. charged if they hit you with all seven bolts or whatever, that's a one hit kill. Shotguns from up close. That's a guaranteed kill. It's just so much of it is just you come around the corner. If you don't get your one hit kill off first, the other person will. And it's just I find a lot of it really boring. I just get killed yeah. a lot. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> yeah. have, we, have we have we done crucible? Don? I don't know where we are. I don't no, we, we haven't. No. Um, the only crucible no, yeah. the only reason I've got crucible marks at all is because I sold my spin metal. To the, uh, <laughs> to the Crucible Vanguard, and I thought he would give it, and I'm, I, I, I'm like, shit, I've wasted the spin metal, but I realised the other day he'd actually given me Crucible marks. I'm like, okay, I got something, but yeah. uh, I, I, I enjoy the Crucible when I'm in the movie, just because it feels a bit like it's sort of it's a, what I imagine the new Call of Duty is going to feel like on multi. Uh, really? Maybe. I think yeah, that's maybe it's basically Call of Duty, but wait, it's basically Call of Duty, but where you can double jump and triple jump. And you have, which yeah, is what I imagine similar. it's going to be like, but it's not. It's not quite as arcadey as as uh, Call of Duty, but sort of sits in my little middle ground. Yeah, I like it. It will do me. 
Hmm. Although it's quite difficult. A lot of people on, like a lot of people I know would say it's like really hard and stuff, but I don't know, right? I received my first ever piece of online abuse um, <laughs> for, because, of the, because of the Crucible. I, I, we lost a match. There was, it was three versus three, I think. One of the people on my team just quit, and then we lost. And I just got a message from the other guy saying, useless cunt. And that was it. <laughs> uh, that's the, even, all my time on Xbox Live, not one piece of abuse. Literally one of my first ever games in the Crucible. And that's, that's what happened. So I'm like, oh, thanks very much. Jeez. I've gotten close to uh, sending abuse to people. Because <laughs> they'll be at the loot cave, and they'll be like level four, and they'll be stood really close to it, stopping stuff spawning. Yeah. And it's like every everybody's like pointing at that person, you know. Like... <laughs> So and so's gamer tag is pointed to the dickhead who stood too close. <laughs> Everyone's doing that. They're like shooting at him, getting him to stand back just because he saw some YouTube video that said this is a loot cave and he stood near it and doesn't understand. And it's like, ah. So yeah. you have to like go back up to orbit, come back down to Earth, get back there because it's going to be a new group of people and hope yeah. they know what they're doing. Ugh. Does that it- thing happen to you where um, Hive come out from everywhere and fall and start coming out from everywhere and it's like proper massive battle? Yeah, that's really weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you see, the thing is, it was funny when me, Paul, and Matt were there once, um, Matt Austin. Um, it happened, and it was quite funny, and it was right hard as fuck. But then after a while, they just go away. Like, they come out, but then after a certain wave, they'll just sort of, after a certain amount of time, they'll just all walk back into their spawn points and disappear. Yeah. But I was walking through that, I was going through that area on my sparrow the other day, and suddenly there were enemies everywhere. Like, I wasn't going to the cave or anything, I was just passing through. And suddenly there's, like, hive everywhere. It was really annoying. I was like, what? It's cooler because, like, the... So you're in front of the loot cave. There's, like, a spawn point behind where you're stood that they just start coming out of. So, like, as soon as it starts, it'll say a little message that, like, the Fallen and the Hive are about to start fucking each other up. And then you can just go in there and just super. And, like, it'll spawn about three waves and they all just die instantly. So I was just in that room with a pulse rifle, just letting rip... Just getting my, like, you know, kill two uh, enemies with one pulse rifle shot uh, bounty in, like, 30 seconds just because they kept <laughs> endlessly spawning. It's, like, faster than you could kill them. It was just spawning Thrall and Hive Soldiers. And that room was an absolute mess of ammo by the end. That was It, it was kind of better than the loot cave. Yeah. But only for those five minutes. I've had, the, I've had it happen on... Uh, there's a part on venus where there's like a courtyard with a crashed um fallen skiff in it and there's vex and fallen fighting and mm-hmm. um there's me and two other just randoms just shooting as going through doing one of the one of the missions uh one of the little radio mission things and um all of a sudden the same thing started happening just constant spawning vex and fallen just from every possible angle there's like 50 of them at a time and then they just kept coming and coming for like 10 minutes we just stood there blowing the fuck out of them all but it was well good. You just that, just getting surrounded by them all and fighting your way out, trying not to die. It's it, it's that point where it gets you know you get completely overwhelmed and then you get you through it. It's it's way more exciting. Yeah, it's like, like what I said last week. Like that's when Destiny's at its most fun is when a load of weak enemies are rushing you, not when you're fighting a boss with eight billion health. You're slowly chipping away at. Yeah, and you're just ducking behind a wall or whatever. And yeah, then but, coming out, snicking out, shooting him, ducking back in again. But when stuff. there's like thirty dregs running yeah. at you and you're just like mowing them down yeah that's because you could still get killed if you're not watching your back properly yeah but, but yeah. you just having that power just to you know drop a one grenade and watch about 20 of them just fly through the air <laughs> it's it is fun definitely 
Is. What class are we all, by the way? I'm 23. I'm Hunter. Yeah, as well. I'm a Titan. Although I've, although I've started a Titan and a, and a Warlock as well. They're both just level 2. No, I've just left them. <laughs> Lame. Well, I just kind of I thought at one point I want I just I thought I'd just have them there and um spend a while through little facial uh just create a character screens just to create them. Just to see just some hot ladies. See the uh the combinations of there and yeah, I now have three I have a female hunter, a female warlock and a female titan. Excellent. Why not? Why not? Treat yourself. Well, you know, I don't I don't see enough female characters in the game. Every every other player I come up to is is always male. So I figure I'll just make them all female, <laughs> just to bounce it out. Yeah, mine's a female as well. The dance animation is like ridiculously <laughs> sexualized. <laughs> like when everyone's there dancing, and my character just walks in, like grinding and thrusting on people. It's like, <laughs> okay, this is a bit gratuitous. Yeah. Or whenever you, I'm stood at the tower, just kind of going through, um, through my my inventory. Then I'll come out of it, and there'll be just two guys just stood right in front of me, <laughs> and I'm suddenly thinking. <laughs> I feel really intimidated now. <laughs> just you obviously think you've seen a girl and you just run up to her and just you stood right in my face and it's like, yeah, this is probably what girls think. You should message him. Like, hey, do. hey, big boy. I do. Okay. <laughs> I do think sometimes I should change my gamer tag to something a bit more feminine, just to see what happens. <laughs> it's an interesting social experiment. It'd be an interesting experiment, yeah, into uh, the way female. You can't gamers. trade things, right? You can't trade. No. no. Okay. Because then you could just beg them for, like, give me some glimmer and I'll talk to you all. <laughs> Come on, my fire like. team, and you go in there and shoot the fuck out of everything, and I'll just stay up here nice and safe. <laughs> you can do that on the, the, the Nexus mission, which is a real bastard. But if, you, if you've got three people, one of you can just stay at the top of the cave and not jump down. Uh, and, and then the others will just revive. Oh. Um, but, um, yeah, unless, you, unless you're on some of the some of the I think is it the weekly strike or one of them if you're on there it, the actual 30 second revive thing gets removed and you have yeah. to be revived by another player oh. that really changes it and makes it fucking hard because you can't yeah. just hide for 30 seconds and one of them come back you've got to go and rescue them but they started doing that thing we saw this didn't we guy where they were just shooting at the dead you know the, at the yeah. person who's dead yeah. which makes it really fucking hard to revive anyone because they're just blowing the fuck out of that place lobbing in grenades and Missiles and I chill. think it's a I think it's a glitch with the um with um the modifiers or something with like I think the it probably is modifier. Think right, yeah. I've seen that the, and I've, the, not been doing I've not been doing anything with modifiers and I've seen that. Like yeah. a hive knight will just be throwing grenades at a corpse. Like <laughs> I think that's just an AI. That can't be what they're supposed to do. No, because especially if you you're about to revive people, because it's just ridiculous. You can't revive them at that point. Um, yeah, and it makes the game fucking. Ten times harder, especially on those massive fucking strikes. <laughs> Level twenty-six. The thing is, the game's like it's far from perfect. It's not, but I, 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 I have got complaints about it. And I've aired them. I've aired them to Paul, and I think stuff like the fact there's not a proper mini map in the patrol segments is stupid. That is stuff retarded. like that. <laughs> um, stuff like that is stupid. But at the same time, I literally I cannot stop playing it. I'm I've not been addicted to a game like this in years. Yeah. It is that collecting, you know, yeah. leveling up thing that just a lot of games have it, and it just it sucks you in. You just want to get to the next point, it's the just... next level, get the next perk on your subclass, and all the rest of it. Yeah, it definitely. The thing is, grabs. I think the whole loot thing sort of puts the wrong idea in people. Like a lot of people seem to think that if they, you know, they get you get better loot, 
um, you're going to be able to do loads more damage and you're going to sort of hold up a lot better. But I don't think it is. I think they've cleverly balanced sort of loot progression and also like skill progression mm. of the actual player. Like if you don't improve from when you're level one, you're not going to be able to do the weekly strikes and stuff. If you're still, if you haven't improved as a player, like the only time levels make a difference is if you're below the level of the strike or mission. And for each level below you are, it does you do twenty percent less damage. Right. Is uh, that how it being, works? Yeah, but being above the level oh. doesn't make any difference. So right. really, all it is is as long as you're the same level as the mission, it comes down more to skill than what weapons you've got and what sort of army you've got. Well, you say skill; it's not exactly difficult to like get a headshot. No, but when like when you've got on the weekly strike, when you've got three wizards firing their balls at you. You've got a giant ugly psychopath firing its laser beam of death. Then you've got Hallowed Knights coming and bitch slapping you in the face. And then someone goes down and you need to somehow revive them because there's no timer. So mm. that's when the sort of, sort of skill, I guess, and sort of on the fly strategy comes into it. Yeah. But it's, it's easy. Breezing through the story missions is easy. It's when you play the harder missions where it actually gets really difficult that you sort of. I think that that was the point it clicked for me on that weekly strike when a lot of games, like I don't have much patience, obviously. I We had this before. I'll play, apart from FIFA, I'll play a game for a week or two and then just don't. I'll never finish it. Still haven't gone back to South Park, even after all that. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have much patience for games, but that game, I, I literally I tried that weekly strike. It must have been 45 times over the weekend. Bloody and hell. That, that, for some reason, that game just makes me want to finish it. It yeah. makes me want to actually like complete it. Rather than getting annoyed that I'm banging my head against a brick wall, I just want to carry on. Which, because hmm. when I finished it, I felt like I'd sort of improved a bit because I've sort of learned the enemy patterns and I've worked out plans each time I died, whatever. I think I just have a problem with the way the game chooses to make itself difficult. It seems yeah. to just like weigh the scales against you in very, very cheap ways, which. I'm not a fan of like that's why I've not really any urge to do any of these impossible strikes or anything because like the the people who were the first ones to complete the uh, raid that they introduced last week I think they died a total of like 1,400 times in 10 hours and it took them 10 hours to be the first in the world to complete the raid and their end result screen was just like hundreds of deaths each. It's like, I don't have any urge to take on something that's difficult in that way. I want to be challenged, but I don't want it to just feel like I'm a level 1 and they're level 20, so they just take billions of shots and that. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I, I want to feel challenged, but I don't want it to just feel like I'm being shit on. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. But I, I'm yeah. still going to keep doing it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I am gonna. I think I actually think it's gonna hold my attention for a long. Like, I've literally, I need to. I need to. I've actually need to sort my life out, really. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm just sitting playing Destiny. <laughs> I can't help it. It's it's kind of bad. Yeah, that, I and mean... then I'll, I'll be I'll be just about to go off or take a break, and then someone will come online, and they'll go on Destiny. <laughs> I think oh, I'll just have a couple of games with them, have a catch up, have a chat. And then four hours later, I still haven't had breakfast. Don will attest to this. <laughs> yeah. Sunday morning, Sunday morning, I, I, I didn't get breakfast until about after in the afternoon. But luckily, <laughs> I have a sort of I have a drawer of food. One of my bed, a one drawer. Of my bed has got food in, like cereal bars and stuff. 
So I was like, oh, I really should go get breakfast. And just got a cereal bar out. I had that. Sorted. Cereal rat right in the name. I had, a, I, had a bottle of Pepsi, I had a bottle of Pepsi by the bed. Didn't have to move. Brilliant. <laughs> and then Don finally had to go. And I thought, okay, I'm going to drag myself out of my fucking hovel and actually live <laughs> for a bit. But... What a shame. I haven't, invest- I haven't invested in a nappy or a bedpan yet, so we're okay for now. <laughs> the fact that you would consider that an investment is <laughs> probably not a great sign. <laughs> I'm in a similar mm. position, though. Like I find myself drawn to it, even though I'm, I'm sort of aware that it's not the best game. Yeah. Uh, I, You know, I, I want to get my Vanguard guy up to level 2 so I can buy that purple armour he's selling. I want to get my future war cult ranks up so I get sent legendary stuff in the mail. Yeah. That's that's what I'm grinding out at the minute. And it's yeah, been... it's, it, there's, there's stuff to do. It's just, like, the bounties are the most interesting thing to me, and there's only, like, three or four each yeah. day. And, and like... they're kind of repetitive as well. They Very. repeat every couple of days. Yeah. They're never really... I feel like the bounties are actually quite limited considering how much... how much actual, like stuff there is in the game it, it could be more than just collect 200 tiers on this planet yeah the, the queen yeah. bounties as well like it, two days yeah. in a row I've had kill 200 fallen things and get 200 fallen headshots and it's like ugh it's such a pain in the ass to just get yeah. 200 fallen headshots a lot I'm, I'm, I'm grinding out my Tuesday, I, I knew I had stuff to do I think it was Monday morning or it might have been Tuesday and I sat down and I got up early and I thought right I've got till 10 o'clock no, it was it was Monday. I was, I've got till twelve o'clock to actually play this game. So I had a plan, and all I wanted to do was get—I can't remember what it was. It might have been my faction rank up to two, mm-hmm. just just so I had got it up to two, just so that I could buy. It was so I could buy legendary armor. That was it. Yeah. And I worked out what I had to do, and I think in about two and a half hours, I managed to do all the all the vanguard bounties for the day, do all the crucible bounties for the day, and then do like eight patrol missions. And I literally I ranked up just before I had to come off. And I bought my armour and then didn't play it. I turned it off, <laughs> I got my armour, and then I just thought, oh wait, now it just begins again because I have to get up to level 3 so I can get my free legendary. <laughs> my life isn't enriched. I'm not going to feel better about myself. I'm still going to hate myself <laughs> if I have a level 3 legendary weapon. But I'm going to do it anyway. Well, this must be how it feels to be a crack addict. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's it's definitely got that quality. I mean, drug addicts know that drugs are bad for them, but they do it anyway. They know they're not great, but they do it. It's the high, Maybe. man. You get high for like ten seconds, and then you do. You forget well, you, you're what, immune to the drug because you've had like when, all me, of it. When, when me and Paul finished that weekly strike Sunday night, we went mental. <laughs> I was screaming my tits off down the mic. I was so happy, and then. Then I just felt sort of a sense of sadness. I was like, oh, I've done it now. Oh, well. <laughs> and then realised, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I've got more repetitive things to do. <laughs> so I went and did them. And it was brilliant. <laughs> and I felt fine. Well, it sounds like none of us are going to stop playing Destiny anytime soon. The no. worst thing is, I think, is I think I actually had a dream where I got an exotic <laughs> weapon. Oh, no. Guy, you have to stop. That, that's the turning point. <laughs> Jesus. And I woke up and thought, oh, I've got an exotic weapon. Turn it on. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> well, that's probably a pretty big warning sign. <laughs> that's quite serious. No, I'm having fun and not in any way wasting my life. I agree. No, I agree with you. Right. We're all agreed. <laughs> yeah, we're all agreed. Destiny is crack. Brilliant. 
It, I'm yeah. glad we could come to this. It's bad for you. Good. You can't recommend it to anyone, but for you, <laughs> it's it's the best. Yeah. And the worst thing is, I can talk about it for, when I'm not playing. I'm literally just talking to people about it. We've said this is we must have been talking about it for like 45 minutes now. <laughs> Probably. Me, me and Don did the point, same thing last week as well. <laughs> yeah. I got the impression that you did, but. Yeah, yeah, there was just an hour of us talking about yes. Destiny. Yep. In fact, as you said, I was four, highs le- four, highs, four levels higher than you've done. I think I'm level 26 now or 27. I think, I, think, up again. I think you're 27, I'm 23 still. I need legendary gear though in sure. channels to get higher, which I can now buy. Some noobs. Fuck you. <laughs> and you've only been playing it for 48 hours. According to my app, I've been playing it for 57 hours, which, <laughs> which doesn't seem It's because I literally... 20. The second strike I did when I hit level 20, I got legendary boots, and then I've got nothing for. Jeez. I was going to say I've got, I've got nothing for days, but it was literally a day and a half. But it, I've played it so much, it feels like it was about two weeks. <laughs> so uh, during this conversation, I have turned Destiny on. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've had my PS4 thing sat there with it. Wait, I'm just sat waiting for this to finish so I can play it. Right, and I'm well, going to wait until about 2 o'clock up, in the morning. i three bounties, because normally you can do several bounties at the same time. Like, you yeah. can do melee 30 yeah. enemies and kill, you know, 200 whatever. You can do them all at once. So you go back and you've got, like, 7,500 XP to to trade in and bump up all your weapons and stuff that you can then sell off for a higher price. So I, I just do that and then go, go into the strikes and stuff after that, so... One thing I do have a concern with is the sort of progression once you hit level 20. You like, it reaches the point very quickly where it becomes tedious grinding. And, like, what are they going to do? You can only equip one exotic web, one exotic thing as well. So once you've got an exotic, the hunt for exotics is finished. Like, how are they going to... They're going to release new content, but how, what, like, incentive? How are they going to take the leveling system forward from where it is now? Presumably how they can they raise the level cap. Presumably. Because the, the story missions have to they, go up as well. Because the story, the last story mission is like a level eighteen or something. So I the next think, story missions have I to. I don't go think up. they can increase the soft cap though, because of the way it goes into leveling up light. All they can do is add in like new tiers of weapons and stuff. But the thing is, they're, they're their highest tier now. You can only equip one. So unless they make exotics more common drops and then so make it so you can equip more than one, and then they put a tier on on top of that or another weapon tier on top of that, yeah. how are they gonna? How do they take it forward? They can increase like they can increase light levels. There could be a new vendor that says, "I'll increase your light level for like ten ascendant shards or some shit." Yeah, they could do that yeah. easily. Yeah, and probably and, will. <laughs> yeah, and there's loads of areas they've got. I mean, there's doors and stuff that are closed off that are blatantly areas. Um, yeah, like what is it? Found, what was is it? it we found the update, the, the jovial palace jo- or something. Jovian complex. Yeah, Jovian that's part complex. of the Earth Cosmodrome area. You come yeah. to a dead end, a door, but the name of the area comes up on screen, so it's blatantly <laughs> an area that you just can't get to yet because the door's yeah. shut, and that's going to open up at some point. For You see, for exploring by myself, I hate it. I think it's one of the most barren sort of free-roaming segments in any game I've ever played. Oh, it's terrible. Um, but then with, with well, when I was doing it with you, Don, Sunday morning, I was, it was quite fun. I didn't really mind. It became, when there's company, it's not as, not as tedious. It's sort of a bit more fun-looking than nooks and crannies and stuff. Yeah, you, 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 it's did. That's what they've really tapped into, isn't it? The multiplayer part of it. They've really managed to get that. Yeah. As a I'm not going to lie really, to you either. But... I'm literally on my way to the tower now. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm wandering around there like... right now. I'm 
about to pick up some bounties right now. And <laughs> it's not a competition. <laughs> God's sake. Alright, well, we have to end sometime, and as you two have turned your consoles on, this seems like a good time to end. I'll join I'll join you. I'll turn my Xbox on in a second. <laughs> Alright. Well, there you go, Destiny, and I'm sure that you guys will carry on playing it for many years to come. If it kept Guy entertained, then surely it can keep anyone entertained. Um, well, that's been it from this week's Game Central podcast. Have you got anything to say, Gareth? Uh, I do have something to say. Go and say it, my friend. Say, uh, if you're living in the north of England, just a reminder... Guy. <laughs> ...that, that uh, Play Expo is taking place in Manchester on October 11th and 12th. Uh, okay. It's like a big, uh, almost like a mini E3, but it's actually pretty huge. They'll have tons of retro consoles. They'll also have an Oculus Rift booth with tons of Oculus Rifts for you to try out. And they've just... Huh. Tons of them. And they've just confirmed that Konami will be there. Um, Konami? Yep. <laughs> why, is, why is that funny? I thought it was Konami. That's, that's, that's what I said. Oh, okay. Anyway, they'll be there showing off uh, Pro Evo uh, for new consoles and more games that they haven't announced yet, which we know they've got like a new Metal Gear Solid coming out, so possibly that could be there. You're a opportunity to play Metal Gear Solid 5 thank you and you can find more about that on www.gamebanter.co.uk where Gareth Williams is going to write up a lovely article about what he expects to see at that show and also follow him on Twitter at Game Banter for your chance to win beautiful trinkets that he gives (laughs) away every day (laughs) just because he can Uh, Don yep you can follow Don at. You don't follow me. Please don't. don't. Just don't follow me. He gets don't, really on it. I get, I get quite scared and nervous when people follow me. Please don't do that. Exactly. Thank and you. Guy Whitlock, you're a hard man to follow because you recently because took I out. Because I am the eight. one doing the following. That's there he goes. Well done. I bet you didn't go to Spain with her. I bet you just hung back a little bit while she was there with her friends. And every um, now and then, that, then, you know, hypothetically, if that's what happened, that's not really any of your business, is it, Rob? <laughs> Robert? Go on, go guy. Rob. See you later. Is that what you told the police? <laughs> no. Thank you. Well, a variety of lies and excuses I fall back on when I need to talk my way out of these sort of sexual <laughs> cases. It has been lovely having you on the show again this week. It's brought back some very painful memories. And I hope they just look after. Look after your nan. <laughs> That's all I will tell you. And you you look after your girlfriend's cocoa butter. I will. And I haven't thrown anything at her in a while, have I bet? She shook her head. Because, <laughs> do you know why? Because we lived in... Because you're, you're holding a sort of gun to a head. To make a sort of gun? What's a sort of gun, guy? A sort of gun. Yeah. We, we yeah. moved away from our old place, which held a lot of painful memories for me, because that's why I raised my family. And then obviously my ex-girlfriend moved out and Becky moved in with me and it held a lot of evil spirits. But now we're in a new place. We really feel that, you know, we're making the best of it, aren't we, Beck? It's really nice. I don't know what that was <laughs> all lovely. about. Thanks. <laughs> hey, but Guy, you know what I mean. When you lived in Wellingborough, like, no one liked you. You, you were a I had various freak. friends and did various social activities, actually. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, right. I've seen some of the photos of your friends down there. 
Doesn't look like a friend. Right? It looks like some sort yeah, of Yeah, but tragic that's the thing. Union. They weren't swimming, were they? My friends went off swimming because I was with them. So <laughs> yeah. my friends aren't always swimming, despite what you believe. Yeah. Fantastic. So, <laughs> this is great stuff. Look after yourself. Uh, you, <laughs> you better watch yourself, right? Sky, please return one day or you'll be swimming with the fishes. Sleeping. Oh no, it was swimming, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I can't even my own <laughs> well, from all of us, it's goodbye. Guy Whitlock probably won't be back next week, but then he'll pop up momentarily and it'll be absolutely amazing. Goodbye! Bye! Bye. shy <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you could put that in a, in the podcast as an instrumental as an instrumental <laughs> you, could you just don't loop, understand yeah could loop that in the background during the entire <laughs> just run singing return of the guy I'm a bit shy in the background oh, you ready what you... it's the instrumental that's not <laughs> That's not what because an instrumental is. Up the guy, return up the guy. Once again, return up the guy. You know that he is shy. Everybody knows that he's got a big nose and a shit haircut and long arms. He's got a stupid face. <laughs> Beautiful. Alright, I'm gonna try and add him to this call. You lie to me! You lie to me! But I knew you lied to me! You said you'd never turn on me! You lied to me! Yet I cry, yeah I cry, cry, cry! Return of the guy! Return of the guy! Return of the guy! You know that I am shy. Return of the guy. Return of the guy. Once again, turn of the guy. You know that he's shy. Hi, guy. Evening. <laughs>